Welcome back to the Health on 10 podcast. I'm your host, Alex Krenitz, here with very special guest, works at Pound for Pound, Dave, is, are the L's silent in your name? Villarreal. 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 Dave Villarreal. Have you ever been on a podcast? It's my first time. Really? Yeah. Well, it's a big one. Welcome, man. Uh, yeah, I just he was down here in the basement. I was I started my podcast. He asked some really good questions, so I just thought I'd have him on. Today's episode is going to be all about the difference between bulking and then cutting, or just main gaining year round and staying staying fairly lean. Which one is better for you? Now, bulking and cutting is really popular in the bodybuilding industry. It's it's almost what you have to do because the turnaround so quick. So you get on stage and then next year you need to be better. You need to be much better. You need to add a lot of muscle and then you need to be shredded. It's, it's not the healthiest option, but it bleeds over into the recreational lifters, which is essentially what Dave and I are. I mean, yeah, we're recreational lifters. We love it. It's a hobby. Obviously it's, it's, I've made it a career. Dave's working on getting his certification for personal training. So I see this a lot with clients, and I'm sure you see it with a lot, a lot with people. They tell me, they go, oh, we're bulking. No, you see it a lot, man. You see it all the time. And then they're like, oh, I'm going to cut. So I'm going to discuss what some of the pros and cons are to that, and then what some of the pros and cons are to main gaining and staying lean all year round. So, You're good. So when it comes to bulking – this tends to happen in the winter time. People are like, oh, I'm going to add calories. They're going to go in a calorie surplus. And the reason, the reason why this is effective is because you're in such a calorie surplus. You need to be in a calorie surplus to add muscle in some sort of calorie surplus, generally speaking, right? And it, it is effective for adding muscle mass, but also body fat mass, especially if you do this wrong. There's this thing called the dirty bulk. And yeah, we've all that's done what a dirty we're talking bulk. About it a little bit ago. We've all done a dirty bulk where you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go eat McDonald's, get me some Big Macs, because I'm Big on Macs, a bulk, because I'm on a bulk, and it's fine." And you eat like an asshole. That is the wrong way to do a bulk if you are going to do it. But the problem with that is, like I said, you add a bunch of body fat, and then when it's time to cut, you ha- you've added ten pounds of body fat and maybe two three pounds of muscle. Now, if you had two, three pounds of muscle in six months, damn, that's a lot of muscle in that short period of time. Oh, yeah. You, that's a lot. So you add, say you had a total of 13 to 15 pounds, which is a lot. You had 10 pounds of muscle, two pounds of body or, – uh, or sorry, 10 pounds of body fat, two pounds of muscle. You have to cut so hard if you want to be shredded by the beach that you're going to end up losing the muscle that you had just gained. So you cut so hard, you were in such a calorie deficit that you, yeah, you lost your muscle or you lost your body fat, but you also lost the muscle. You're back where you were last year. That's why I think it's a little bit irresponsible. Not only that, but when you cut that hard, you are just so depleted of everything. Your energy's low. Your brain is just and not I think a lot of people don't properly. realize that. Yeah, and you then know, they don't even understand that. That's a good thing that you're bringing up. And then when you're bulking too, you're you also feel like shit. Oh yeah, because you're just you're bloated all the time. You're bloated. You you these people say, oh, you eat a lot and you're getting it more. But when you're eating like that, you are too bloated. So you don't energy feel level, good. No, you're slow. You're dragging. You don't. Your energy levels aren't there. You come to the gym, you're tired. 
Yeah. Every step feels a little heavier. You're breathing heavier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all that stuff takes, that does it. It affects you. It you really look at does. yourself, you're like I'm a fat you feel, slop. You feel like crap. Yeah. You yeah. feel like crap. So what is a better way to go about this, in my opinion? What else? Wait, wait. Ask me the what, what, what was the, what was the question you asked earlier? So what I was saying is, do you think that people use the dirty bulk as an excuse more just to eat unhealthy because they're just, they don't want to, they want to eat unhealthy. So it gives you a, it gives you a kind of excuse. Oh, I'm just dirty bulking, so it's okay. Yeah. You and, know. Then I, and then I just was like, to me, like in that what you brought up is, are you really gaining that muscle with that dirty bulk? Or are you losing it all? Because you're going to burn the muscle first before the fat. And that's what you just brought up. And that's, I think that's a very good thing to target and talk about. Because I think a lot of people don't understand that concept and it, realize that. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I totally, you, you hit the nail on the head. I think that's exactly what people do. And I've, I've done it. I've said, Oh, I'm going to bulk, but it's just, no, I'm eating like an asshole. Yeah. And I'm just, just using it as just, an excuse. Technically you're getting, basically you're getting just more fat to be honest. Yeah. And then, yeah, you could like, yeah, sure. You do all the cardio, but like you said, you then you're losing the muscle. So you, you defeated the whole purpose of the dirty bulk in the first place. Absolutely. So I have a prime example. When I was in my younger or in my twenties, I was a prime example of that. I went up and down all the time because of that. And you did these these bulks and these all cuts. the time, all the time. Oh yeah, I was a big fan of the McDonald's Big Macs, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it never worked. And I and I would get discouraged and not understand it. It took me a long time to understand that I was burning the muscle first and not actually the fat. Well, just it, uh, you burn it all together. Yeah. Like it's all getting burned. Cause so you're just like where I started from ground zero again. Yeah, because you go from such this high calorie surplus to this low calorie deficit. And you yeah, feel depleted afterwards. Yeah, you're right back where you were. You're just a skinnier, you're just a smaller person. <laughs> you are. You and then you're, you're skinny fat. Demotivated. Yeah, skinny, yeah. Fat's a skinny fat's a great word for it, honestly. Because that's what you are. And then when you're trying to get that muscle and you get like that, it's very, uh, it's very defeating, if you will. Absolutely. I think, I think that's why a lot of people after that give up or go to these New Year's resolutions, right? Yeah. And here's my thing. it's You have to do it for bodybuilders. But first of all, how bodybuilders do it is so methodical. They have coaches. They have nutritionists. These guys know what they're doing when they are bulking. It is a small surplus. Like it, it, it's like I said, like it's methodical. So they're, they're starting with maybe 300 calories in a surplus, not a thousand like most people do it. When they're bulking. So two, 300 calories, it's all you need. Over a period of time, you're going to start to add muscle. Will body fat come with it too? Yeah, a little bit. But they do it in ways where they don't put on so much body fat and they can add a little bit of muscle. And when it's time to cut, they don't have to drop 10 pounds of body fat. If you have to drop 10 pounds of body fat in two months, that I'm, I'm, you're going to lose muscle too. Unless you're on steroids or something like clenbuterol, which is a steroid. So putting yourself in a position if you're going to do this bulk very understand how to do it and how to do it properly like a couple hundred calories at a time slowly increase them and eating clean so not eating things like a big mac from mcdonald's not going out and drinking on your bulk because you have extra calories you can use and fuck it i'm gonna go out with the boys no it's adding a little bit more of a good uh, carbohydrate source and then a more protein. That's what I was just about to ask you. I was going to say, would you say it had more protein then? More protein. And really what I would go for is the carbohydrate source. That's what we're going to add. I, you should already be at around a pound of uh, a gram of protein per pound of body weight. That's a little bit high. But I like to stay around there just because it's satiating. It's easier to build muscle that way on a bulk and a cut. But the first thing, the first macro I'm going to add more of is that carbohydrate. 
because when we're bulking, the training's got to be there without a doubt. If the training's not there, you're not going to bulk properly anyways. You're just going to get fat. So I want those, I want those carbohydrates for the training session because we're going to be going hard in the gym, right? Our training sessions yep. are intense. We're trying to add muscle and I want that extra, I want that extra energy in the muscle. I want those carbohydrates for our training sessions and then add a little bit of protein. But really, uh, that's the way to do it if you want to do it properly. But what I think is the best way is what I've been doing for the last seven, eight months is just the main gaining lean, staying lean year round and just slowly adding muscle. And why I think this is the best for everybody is because you don't go this through this crazy fluctuation. Your metabolism doesn't go up and down and you look solid all year round. Do you ever get to that seven, eight percent body fat? No, but why do you want to get there anyways? For one day on the beach to impress the opposite sex? They don't even give a shit anyways. Girls don't care about your six pack. The only one that cares about your six pack is you and gay dudes Some and maybe other, other people at yeah, the gym. Other bros, bro. Like nobody yeah, cares. Nobody cares about You're that doing it for yourself in the Instagram picture. But <laughs> that being said, there is something to say for getting that lean, and I respect the hell out of it. If you're a bodybuilder, absolutely. But if you're just somebody who wants to get lean and be on the beach, I, I think I think you have to reassess your goals, really. Because it, it it is unhealthy to get that low and just to do it for one couple weeks in the summer. Like, come on. So if we can stay lean in that 10 to 12 to even 15% body fat, depending on how much muscle you have, that's where I think it's going to be the best. And your calories don't have to be in a crazy deficit all the time. You're maintaining. Maybe you add a, a little bit extra calories here and there if you're, if you're wanting to add a little bit more muscle. But we're not going in this crazy surplus all the time and then crashing with a cut. You're just staying lean. You feel better all the time. You always look good. So it's not just three weeks out of the summer. And it's just, it's just a healthier way to go about it. It's not crushing your gut. And if we think about when you're on a bulk, you're eating so much, your body, that's hard on your gut microbiome. You don't need to be digesting food all the time like that. So I think the best way to go about this is portion control, first of all. And this could take a while because if you're used to eating a lot of food, your uh, your ghrelin levels could be high. This is the hunger hormone. So it's just slowly lowering your food portions, continuing to eat healthy. And then you could even do an intermittent fasting thing. I mean, I don't... I was just about to ask that. Yeah. yeah. What, what, that's what I was going to ask you, but you suggested intermittent fasting because I think, I think that's kind of helps out too in decent ways. Yeah, I like intermittent <clears throat> fasting because you're able to... It, there's nothing magical about intermittent fasting right it's it's just it's restricting your calorie intake and if you're someone like me who likes to eat and i like to eat a lot cutting myself off at a certain time at night it's a good thing it's and it helped me i started doing it it's, like, it's making a big difference now what time what's when do you stop eating so i stop at 10 o'clock and i do, i eat my first meal is at 11 okay 11 in the afternoon Yeah, 11 in the afternoon. you stop at 10 at night yeah 10 at night that's pretty late I know, it's but you have softball. But that's why, because I, because I, yeah. that's my last move because of that. But I'm, I'm burning calories in between, so that's the reason. So yeah. if I would, if I wasn't playing softball, I wouldn't suggest eating that late, yeah. for sure. But the only reason I am is because I need that extra meal to help me recover for the mornings. Yeah, 
And I would even maybe try like not eating until one. One. Because you're you're doing a thirteen hour fast. You think I should do a little bit longer then? I mean, you don't have to. I mean, it just it just can, again, there's nothing magical about it. There is actually a lot of there is actually some good health benefits to it. But as far as weight loss goes, it's calories in, calories out. Right. So that's so, why I'm at like so I right now my calories are at twenty five hundred, and I try to get two hundred grams of protein a day. Yeah. Try. What are your calories at? 2,500. 2,500, yeah, and then 200 grams of protein a day. That's pretty solid. Yeah, and I like the intermittent fasting too for uh, – I'll typically – I don't really do it strictly right now just because I'm not eating a ton anyways with everything going on. Um, but I'll, when I do do it, I typically stop at around 5 or 6. Okay. 6 at the latest. Interesting. So I'll stop at 5, and then I'll do a long fast. So you're doing a lot. You're yeah. doing a much longer fast than me. I'll do five, and then I'll eat again at like ten or eleven the next day. Okay. Yeah, but I notice when I wake up in the morning, I'm not that hungry. Really? Are you? Um, no, I definitely not. Especially, and then once I get going, you know, I like to work out in the mornings usually, and then I have that caffeine, and I'm good to go, and then I'm not hungry at all. Yeah. Until, like, until I'm. Yeah. You, uh, give me a coffee. What do you have? Do you uh, do a pre-workout? I do a pre-workout right now, but uh, I I do like coffee. If I do coffee, I do black coffee. Yeah. Me I too. Try to wait. I try to stay from the cream and sugar. Yeah, you were being on those espresso shots for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was. I was. I love those actually. <laughs> but, but some strategies to 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 keep you on the path of that lean main gaining and just staying lean year round. One of them being intermittent fasting, but also cardio. And I've gone back and forth. Oh, you don't need cardio. You, you, you know, you need cardio. I need cardio. It helps me not only burn more calories throughout the day to, to keep to keep staying lean but it also makes me feel really good after i'm done with my cardio it keeps my mood up the energy levels i definitely agree with especially yeah. after that like <clears throat> i just started incorporating cardio more and i like to do it after my lifts i just that's i just prefer that i feel like i burn more more fat that way yeah <clears throat> but after that my energy levels are through, through the loop especially man i get that in the morning man the rest of my days i'm gonna have a great day yeah oh absolutely yeah the endorphins are high you're yeah, just feeling exactly. good yeah definitely so i definitely i you know and i'll be honest i was i hate cardio i still kind of do to be honest but it isn't necessary and it it makes a huge difference in your day yeah i think a lot more people should do that. oh i i 100 totally percent agree with you on that i think uh i i fought it for years to be honest i was someone that was really against it and thought you could just lift weights but once i started incorporating it and what it's done for me i suggest it too now yeah oh for sure <laughs> you know? yeah so doing cardio three, four days a week, I think 30 minutes, mid to high intensity, it's going to help you burn more calories to stay leaner, but it's also, you're just going to feel fantastic when you do it. As far as diet goes, high protein foods, protein's very satiating, and the more protein you get, the more full you're going to feel. You don't have to go off the rails and eat, you know, three, 400 grams. That's actually going to cause probably a lot of digestive issues, but also not cutting out your carbohydrates because we're doing this cardio and you're lifting, you're lifting again, three, four days a week. If you want to stay lean, if you want to have that, I guess, chiseled look, you have to be lifting. I mean, it'd be goofy not to. So three, four days a week, you can, when you say carbohydrates, are you, would you suggest, are you th- suggesting more like you're thinking veggies and vegetables, right? More? Yeah, I'm thinking uh, you, like what are, like because for the audience, what do you what do you, what would you suggest to them? Things like a brown rice or white rice. I've talked about. I don't yeah. even. Yeah, I've talked about that before. 
Um, you could reheat your white rice, reheat, reheat your potatoes, and they don't spike blood sugar as much, and they create resistant starches, which uh, helps get rid of damaged DNA cells in the intestine. I talked about it all in my last podcast. But also, any, really any carbs that aren't like simple carbohydrates like candies, uh, even white breads, I'd probably... You know, go for a good option. Yeah, vegetables, beans, legumes, rice, quinoa, grains, uh, things like that. Sweet potato would be great. Now you don't have to. Be, this isn't have to. This doesn't have to be super strict. Again, this is something we're doing all year round, so it has to be intuitive eating. You have to understand, like, you, you know, your diet and things that you're gonna like. If you're gonna go out on a Friday night, probably eating a little bit less throughout the day less calories so you can afford those calories, but it's not about affording any calories. We're not tracking. It's just not overeating. And that's a big problem. Even for me, even when I'm sometimes at my healthiest is when I'm eating, I'm eating a lot. It's a lot of healthy foods, but it's still calories. It's still energy. And that's going to tend to put on fat. Now I'm not going to get, I don't get overweight from it, but I don't get that lean chiseled look that I'm looking for. And that some people are looking for when they looking for when they cut. So instead of bulking, getting fat, I should say, and then cutting it down, just stick with a really good diet. Try to portion control, intermittent fast if you need to. Drink plenty of water. There's another tip. What I like to do before I eat a meal: drink a big ass glass of water. Fill up your stomach and then eat. You're just going to tend to eat less. You're going to be, you're going to feel full quicker. That really helps me. That's something I give to clients and they take it and helps them as well. And then eating enough protein and getting enough carbohydrates, especially since we're going to be exercising and then make sure your, your programming for training is on par. So compound movements, um, the squat, the deadlift, the overhead press, the bent over row, all things that we want to be doing. And then if you want those abs, because I'm sure you do, you got to be doing ab, you got to be doing crunches, some, some sort of spinal flexion and some sort of like isometric movement, like a plank or, a, um, yeah, like a Superman type deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Just working the core. Sense, yeah. So holding, holding it. Those are the things we want to be doing. And I think it's just better. You just feel better all year round. You're, you're not going through these fluctuations. You always look good. And, uh, yeah. Well said, That's man. all I got today, man. That was well, the longest Health on 10. Hey, I learned a lot today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Of course, it. man. It Thanks fun. for joining. First guest on the Health on 10 podcast, Dave Villarreal. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys, if you were bulking, you're like, all right, maybe we should cut the bulk back a little bit and listen to Alex or not. Go get fat. Eat McDonald's. I don't care. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Thanks for listening to another Health on 10. Keep your health on 10.